Well, uh, yeah. Hi, everybody. It's Rahel Castillo here. Alongside me is Chris Brown, but via phone as he was heading to my house. As we're going to head down to Toledo tonight to watch the Butthens and Austin Meadows start and kind of see what's going on. It's been a while since we've been down to Toledo. But then something happened about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago. I was on a phone call with my good friend Mark, and I went to Twitter. I was fixing some things on the website, and Al Avila has been let go of his duties. So general, ma- or general manager and executive vice president Al Avila is no longer with the club. And, yeah, people are – there's excitement through the air. Uh, alongside me, yeah, Chris is on the phone in stuck on 96 somewhere. Say hi, everybody, Chris. Hey, everybody. Yeah, it's uh, there's a celebratory mood on Twitter for sure. That's uh, I probably threw out the Detroit. It's it's uh, you know, it's one of those things that was both expected and unexpected just to randomly happen on a Wednesday at 5 p.m. But uh, here we are. Yeah, um, and I have a drop for that too. It does. You crazy son of a bitch, you did. That was the, I don't know if you can hear that or not down the line, Chris, but... Uh, I can't, unfortunately. You, you can't? Oh, okay. Well, I played the Jeff Goldblum. Oh, did you it, did yeah. it. You crazy son of a bitch, you did it. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what, what more you had you wanted to, to, to say. I don't know if you want to read the statement or whatever, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, you talk while I get the statement ready. Well, it's just... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Like, we all knew this this had to happen, and we we all wanted it. I'm not crazy about the the, the dancing on the grave sort of stuff. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I you know, because I don't I don't think there've been bad general managers in in the past here in Detroit, uh, and I don't think Alavila was a bad guy. Like, I felt like Matt Millen was also kind of a jerk. <laughs> I was like, fine, get out of here. Uh, and I feel bad for Alavila, but he didn't get the job done, and this is what needed to happen. But I, I don't, you know people celebrating like this is like like uh you know v vj day or whatever we've liberated europe or japan i don't know which one is which but uh yeah i don't know like like to me this is the easy part right i mean i'm sure it wasn't easy for christopher illich to, to fire the guy that he's known forever but what i mean is like yeah you get rid of the guy who hasn't done the good job the, the important part the really hard part now is finding somebody who will and and you know i'm not going to celebrate until they figure that out right yeah, that, that's the next step, and that's what, what happened. And uh, there's possibility that Sam Mezen, who's been the second in command, will take over. But here's a statement. By the way, Uper is joining us as uh, he's getting set down. And Uper. Hello. Thank you for coming on there. And I knew this is day you But uh, before we get to that, let me read the statement from the team. And uh, this is from – just came out to my email 20 minutes ago. The Detroit Tigers announced today they have parted ways with Executive Vice President and General Manager Al Avila effective immediately. Quote, once I decided to make a change, I sat down with, uh, with Al and thanked him for nearly 22 years of service to our organization, said Christopher Illich, Detroit Tigers Chairman and CEO. Al's loyalty and dedication has served us as an example to all those, to all during this time as leader in our baseball operations department. I will oversee the search progress for the search process and our next baseball operations leader here in collaboration with several members of our baseball and business operations executive teams. I want to reestablish our momentum and progress towards building a winning team. And I'm driven to find a talented executive to help us do that. They'll be entering an organization with many fundamental elements in place and an exciting path going forward. Tiger fans deserve a winning teams and I'm highly focused and committed to deliver that to the people of Detroit and 
With new baseball operations leadership comes a fresh perspective towards evolving our roster and maximizing our talent to reach our objectives. To be clear, our goals are to build a team that wins on a sustainable basis, qualifies for the playoffs, and ultimately World Series. End quote. That's exactly from that. They're going to have a press conference here at uh, 515. So that will be taking place down uh, down in the, the locker room area where there's like a little press room there. So, uh, Youper. Yes, sir. I, uh, how you doing? How uh, how'd you find out the how'd you find out the news? What were you doing at that time? I was just uh, sitting here reading my son a book. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. Um, the, the ball game that was on wasn't very good, so I turned that off. I was watching Mets Reds for a while earlier today, and uh, I think came across my phone. And you know, it's just it's so interesting the timing of these things. This is just a random Wednesday in August. Uh, you know. They had to know this was coming, so they let him oversee a draft and a trade deadline, and now they get rid of him. So I, I don't un- quite understand the timing, but I think it's something we all kind of knew should happen and would happen, and we, we were speculating about when. You know, we all had our ideas, but Chris Illich decided today was the day. Yeah, Chris, did you think the timing was a little weird in your part? Uh, well, definitely. I, I mean, I don't know if there's – necessarily like generally speaking you want to do this in the off season right um but yeah uh, we saw it kind of last year we kind of we even predicted this i think a little bit was was when they basically broomed out david chad and dave littlefield last year it was around the same time at least i think it was in august maybe late august but Hmm. yeah it's just kind of bizarre a random wednesday afternoon i don't know maybe chris watched the game last night (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yesterday's game, that, that throw from from Badu to whatever that was, that was kind of – that was bad. And, again, even there's there's been kind of – like we, you and I have talked about this privately about some of the – even among the call-ups, there seems like there's two different directions in where the minor leagues are going. And one of the things we can – outside of Tigers have been developing pitching, but – there are some minor league hitters that are also making some waves there too. So then the next question would be in terms of what, the, what, what direction they're going to go with in terms of GMs. So you have Sam Mezen, who's the second command. We're talking about that. Uh, there was somebody, a suggestion that was in the, in the chat on YouTube, Theo Epstein. But again, that's going to cost. Uh, that's, that's, that's nice to think, but. I don't think that's happening. That's like getting Bill Parcells. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, Theo Epstein can pretty much name the job he wants. You know, is this the job he wants? Uh, maybe if, if if Illich threw the actual boatload of money at him. But what is he? He probably doesn't even need the money. He yeah. can pick and choose his jobs. There was one name that somebody suggested, and it was the former. And, it, and this kind of makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Yeah, he will. Be, Mitch, Mitchell in our YouTube chat said this correct. I think he will be the next commissioner. Absolutely, I could see that happening. Um, but as far as there's a name that's thrown out there, Josh. Uh, is it Josh Burns? It used to be the Arizona. Yeah. And the reason why is because he, him, and AJ Hinch work together. Yeah. And right now he is the he's the uh, exact he's a the senior vice president of baseball operations for the Dodgers. So if you're putting all the Dodgers trees together, he's been with the Dodgers since 2014. He was with the Padres beforehand. 
and then before the Diamondbacks, of course. So follow. I mean, we, we notice this with baseball. There's always some friend connection or some sort of like a, a ability to be, work with people you're familiar with. Well, you know, we we mentioned it on the pod the other day, and I tweeted it out just before we I knew I was coming on uh, with you and Chris here. They they went through such a drastic hiring practice last winter. Seemed like every other day they're hiring somebody new on some level. That it almost seems hard that they're going to just do a clean sweep of everybody, and go in a new direction. So if you if you assume that Hinch had some level of approval over all these hires, um, at least a thumbs up. You could, I could just see that going that direction of getting a Hinch approved guy to oversee the whole operation and keep a lot of these guys in place that they just hired. Yeah. Chris, what about you? Well, I can't hear you first, so I don't know what he said. Oh, <laughs> um, he was really but, smart. Um, <laughs> you're, you're still discussing GM options? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hope they go through a real robust search and, and look for things. It, you know, there's a lot of really good, interesting baseball executives out there. It's always hard to know who's going to succeed as a general manager. I, a guy I've mentioned before is Mike Groupman, who is now the assistant GM in Boston, I believe. Um, but, you know, one of the main reasons I like him is that he was tasked with over, uh, you know, overhauling Milwaukee's international operations. And he did that very well, very quickly, to the point where they now have uh, one of the top five prospects in baseball who looks like the next Ronald Acuna. So that would be a guy I'd be interested in, in uh, you know, taking a run at. I know I think he's from Boston, though, so he might not want to move. But, you know, promotions, there's only 30, 30 of these jobs, so we'll see. Yeah, there's some uh, – in terms of Groupman, yeah, he is uh, a native of Brookline, Brooklyn, Brookline Mass., Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, you know what? Give me a second, guys. I'm gonna have uh, I have Adam on the line here. Hang on one second. Right. Adam, I'm doing a live show, man. What's up? Oh, are you? Yeah. What, what the fuck are you doing on the live show? I'm doing well. I'm doing a live broadcast. We're doing talking about uh, Alvilian can. So no fucking shit. All right, we'll have a good fucking show and fuck that motherfucker. All right, <laughs> and that's uh, of All course right. Adam for the morning show. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> That was a, a high energy drop in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, that was Adam. <laughs> well, Chris, I mean, can you hear me, Chris? I can hear you. Yeah, I, I can't hear anybody else though. All right, hold on. Let me. Uh... All right, can you hear everybody now? I don't know. Is anybody else there? Hello. There we go, Chris. All right, I fixed it. I still, I, I don't hear, I just hear you. Okay. As you were saying, no, go ahead. Like, what's that? Go ahead. What were you we saying though before the call? Oh, uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I was just, my grouping was a guy that, that uh, I, I thought of before, but yeah, like I said, there, there, there are dozens of qualified candidates out there. You, you just gotta, you gotta make the right hire. This is, like I said, this is the firing Alavila is the easy part. Getting this one right is, is, you know, we've seen this with the lions for what? 70 years, you keep hiring the wrong general manager and it's not going to work out. So it's important that they figure this, this one out right. Um, and if Sam Menzen is the best, uh, truly the best candidate, then that's great. I, I, and it, it, you know, I hope that he gets a fair shot, but you know, you do have to wonder about a guy who was involved in a lot of what's been going on the last few years. Like, was he just not listened to at all? Or you know, how, how culpable is, 
is he for what's gone wrong? That's hard to say. I, I, you almost feel like they just need to clean house entirely. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Uper. Well, I was going to say, part of the, the tweet hey, I put up earlier Europe. was, if, if they want, if, if, if Illich is just committed to finding the best person for the gig, and that requires a clean sweep, even though they've hired all these people, um, then they got to do it. You can't be afraid. I mean, Illich cannot um, be conservative on this hire. He needs to swing big, you know, I, I think. Uh, I would love to see that. And, uh, you know, if people get cleaned out of their jobs, that's just how the business works. But my suspicion is they go the Hinch-approved route and keep people in place. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I think, what's going to happen. Uh, ultimately, they hired a bunch, like you were mentioning earlier, they hired a bunch of player development people. There could be changes in the, the scouts because the scouts were there beforehand. So they may want to bring their own scouts in, new scouts. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm not going to do irresponsible speculation. But Tiger fans who are watching us on YouTube, thank you for participating on our Tiger Mike Report as well on Twitter. If you have any comments, thoughts, use the comment section. I will check Twitter right now to see what you're saying and let us know what you think. I'm sure it's all, you know, feelings of joy and, and all that, um, you know, what have you. It's so, like Halloween and Christmas. Um, no, yeah, to Yoop's point, though, and I could hear him, so that was good. Um, yeah, I, I, I do think that uh, even if they even if they bring in, like, an entirely new front office staff, it's likely that there will be a number of people who are retained. You know, you're not going to change over 200-odd people. And we've already heard that there's a, there had been a little bit of a kind of divide within the entire organization. You know, they were – they're player dev guys and scouts and coaches who are who are kind of Avila guys, and then they're the same who, who aren't necessarily Avila guys. So this is maybe just kind of a slow moving uh, coup, as it were. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's a, there's going to be a lot of moving parts to this, but I think if they did go, if they're gonna, I think there's a part of me that thinks they're going in the direction of people that are already there and, and kind of comfortability with. So there was this. There was a thought at one time that the or we've we've heard that um, allegedly again, I'm not going to quote this for, but Avila and Hinch were didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. So it could be there's a lot of things to consider. But I mean, if you think about it, Chris Fetter stayed when he had an opportunity to go to Michigan. There's a lot of things that are lining up a certain way. I don't know. I mean, it, it represents a, it, it really going into the off season. I think the more I think about it, the more I realize it's smart to get ahead of the curve right now because when it and it's almost to uh, I think it was six days, six. Well, it was August fourth they let go of Nebraska, correct? It was like August fourth, August fifth. Sounds right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, this gives them an opportunity to start the search ahead of time, and. But a lot of fans, there was the Fire Avila shirt. There was the hashtag there. You could, like yesterday, we posted a Kerry Carpenter call up and automatically fire, excuse me, fire Avila. He sucks. And I agree. And I agree yeah. with, and I agree with Perry right here. Perry on YouTube says, go get the best person. Absolutely. Whoever that person is that has a background with this and, and kind of have a new age thinking for me, I would like somebody that involves the analytics involved and, and has an idea of building a roster Kind of like okay, so we all make fun of Cleveland sometimes because Cleveland, uh, Cleveland has the ability they don't spend money on roster 
the, the big free agents. However, they're competitive every year. They know how to develop pitching. They are really good at finding some international guys. I mean, look at look at Jose Ramirez, for example, is a, is a prime example of that. Yep. If they make the if, sure. if somebody can make the Tigers competitive, that's fine because I think if you look at the rest of the division, they don't. Do they have to spend money? Oh, absolutely. But if you think about it, if they construct, if they drafted well and had player development, getting where they are now, they wouldn't have to spend a lot of money. Am I am I wrong for thinking this or? No, not at all. I, I you know, that's like everybody wants them to spend money, and that's cool. But it, yeah, like you said, if they can, Cleveland in the, in the time that Avila's been the general manager, Cleveland I think has a top five amount of wins in all of baseball consistently running super low payrolls. If the Tigers, if that's what they want to do and they can win, I don't care. You know, it, it's not my favorite way to run baseball, but if you're going to be like Tampa and be like Cleveland and develop and be smart and win, that's fine. Just just win, right? Just win. Absolutely. But I do feel, I do kind of feel bad for Kerry Carpenter. Like, uh, you know, this is supposed to be his big day. I almost picture him like being left at the airport. Like, hey, uh, is somebody going to pick me up? <laughs> what was it what was it coach that uh was it Lane Kiffin that got wasn't you know yeah, he got fired on the tarmac yeah yeah so. Did, we, <laughs> is, is is Carpenter in the lineup tonight has the lineup out uh I don't know he was, he was supposed to be right he was supposed to be DH yeah he's oh, DH right. tonight. yeah, yeah he's gonna be DH DHing tonight and he's wearing number 48 so that is his number that he's going to be rocking. So, so on Sunday, a uh, friend of the show here, David Lorela from Fangraphs, had a thing in his Sunday column about uh, don't count out Hinch, basically, as the GM. What do you guys think of that? I, you know what? He has fraud office um, experience. And we got, we got a good comment. Well, that was a good, ooh, this is a good one. Thoughts on Damian Oppenheimer from the Yankees. Chris Uper. First, he, he is the destroyer of worlds. Destroyer of worlds, um, yes. Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I honestly, I, I'm not the right person to ask for a ton of like front office options. I know some names, but I couldn't tell you who's like really gonna do an awesome job. Uh, I, I'm cool with just about anybody as long as they uh, <laughs> have some experience and and can get the job done. I, I know that's not terribly insightful. But uh, I have to do a bunch of research to come up with some good names. Yeah, I'm going to be start working on a piece for that today. And um, there is, a, a, as far as Oppenheimer goes, he's done a really good job of. I mean, he's director of uh, scouting, and he's done. The Yankees farm systems are good, but Yankee fans are always seem like to be complaining to oh, all these prospects are doing it. Meanwhile, they they lead all the American League and wins and everything else. But. Um, as far as how he builds a farm system, the Yankees Somerset's always good every year. Um, they have, they have players that come up and at least are two war players. I just want two yeah. war players, which is just average players. Yeah. I don't think that's too much to ask. And um, well, I, go ahead, Chris. I do sometimes wonder though, that, that the Yankees get a lot of talent from Latin America. And I, sometimes I wonder if a lot, if part of that is just the brand. Like, you know, people just know of the Yankees as the, the premier franchise in baseball, so they may be more inclined to sign there. But that's just you know speculation on my part. Yeah. Well, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you, you know, why wouldn't you want to go to New York City? You know, if that's 
unfortunately, you have to spend a lot of time in uh, in the bush leagues before you get there. But it's a definitely a goal to have. Well, there's uh, Walter Briggs asked what uh, what organization you want the new GM to have to come from, and I think I think he might have not been around for that. Um, we were talking about the Dodgers earlier because the Dodgers tree line. It, it, essentially, they've hired a lot of people from the Dodgers in the offseason. And they, I was, I was saying a name in Josh Burns, who used to be, who used to work with AJ Hinch in Arizona. And he's currently the senior vice president with the Dodgers. And I think it was Mark or somebody suggested that as a candidate. And he didn't have a good track record with the Diamondbacks. However, could be different. But as far as Hinch goes, it's a, um, GM, then I think, uh, I mean, that was, again, that wouldn't be a necessarily bad idea. And Steve Cook wants to know if Sam, does Sam has a shot? I think Sam has, has a shot. I think that what, again, but what his influence is on, on the, on the team is unknown. It really is. Maybe he's the one that's saying, Hey, we want these guys versus maybe he's fighting that fight. I don't know. I, I really don't know, but I would think that Sam would get some consideration because of how familiar and he's worked his way up the organization. Uh, chain pretty well and i know he's involved with the analytics and and what have you so that wouldn't be a bad idea yeah. either i think if i were uh betting on it i would probably give him the best odds honestly yeah so. it's, by the way uh toledo in the chat seven years of drafts you only have school to show for it can't really argue that i mean they it's getting i'll say this so and i'm working on a piece for tiger Miley report right now just fixing up some uh, the profiles but they're hitting in terms of like you see Kerry Carpenter who got called up. Uh, Parker Meadows had a home run or had a double. I think he, he had a home run today. Yeah, he had a homer today. Yeah. Yep. So he had a home run. There's been a change in that in his swing. So he's been hitting better. Winsteel Perez is getting better. Roberto Campos is getting better. There's there's hit the hitters are starting to get there, but again until they get to the major league level and actually produce, it's all just smoke at the moment. But there is progress. This season with the hitters. Winsteel Perez is a prime example of that because we admittedly, when we went to West Michigan last year, we seen him in 2018 or 2019. We seen, was one of the first prospects we saw actually before 2019 at West Michigan. He was there. He just didn't, was in consistently. And credit to Dan Tasty, who said if, if he can just figure out the consistency, he'll be a very talented player. And he was correct because Winston's been hitting with more power. He already has speeds. He's a switch hitter. And that's someone you're going to have to put on the 40 man roster. They have a lot. And here's another thing. That's, yeah. Have, that, I, just, I just thought about this. Gentlemen, they have a lot of decisions to make on who's going to be out of the 40 man. We might not see they, half the roster. What's, what's up, Chris? Yeah. Have they announced their corresponding move for Carpenter yet? Uh, Does Alavila count as being removed from the 40 man? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, let's see here. Um, as of yet, I haven't seen anything. No. Um, yeah. So, no. I mean, it, we talked about it before. There are signs of some progress. There's a the pitching as a whole seems to be a lot better across the system. Even like lower ranked guys we've never considered before are performing well. Was it? Das it just feels like it. What's that? Das Cameron. Let's see here. That's a. Good, oh, he was he was sent back to Toledo. I don't know if they've made a forty man move though, but um. No, I was, was saying it's, it's, it's we've seen progress, but it's like five years too late. Alavila needed to do this uh, overhaul of the scouting and development about five six years ago when they were starting to do the analytics stuff. Wrong, and that's uh, 
probably a product of a blind spot of being a scout and trusting your guys. So Sam Mezen will continue to lead the day-to-day operations, by the way. So he yeah. will, yeah, he's going to be doing that. Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to look for transactions for 40 man here. Um, well, Bo Brisky has been put on the uh, IL. He's on the 60 day IL now. Okay. So oh. I thought that might happen. So yeah. So no, um, no, nobody was cut. They just put Brisky on the 60 day. So that makes sense because he had, he looked good the other day, but I guess he still had some tendonitis bicep. So that's a bummer. What is that? Uh, like the 10th pitcher that they've lost this year, but uh, I don't know. Definitely some, some, uh, some exciting things to look forward to for Bo Brisky. Hopefully if he stays healthy. By the way, the Tigers signed um, two more catchers because apparently they have enough catchers. And they signed one by the name of Archer Book- Brookman to a minor league deal a couple days back. He's 23 years old. I'm not sure. I think yeah, I think those are the minor league free agents this year. Yeah. Or um, unsigned free agents, I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah, unsigned free agent. He's from out of Canada. He was on Canadian junior team. and Undrafted. Undrafted. And then Alonzo... Yeah. Ruba, I mean, Ruba Gaba. It looks like, yeah, like Chupacabra. Yeah, Ruba Gaba. Yeah. Damn Chupacabras. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he was he was signed, and they signed a pitcher too, in right-hander Cole. Let's see here. I'm trying to get this pulled up again. Uh, sorry, editing on the fly or prep prep on the fly. Usually we're better. Cole Patton. Hey, wait. Cole Patton. Hey, Raj. Yeah. What does what Muneca mean in Spanish? What does what mean? Muneca. Muneca. Yeah, I'm behind a car that says Muneca. The license plate is M U N E C A. M U N N C A. E C A. Muneca. I thought that was a swear word in French. No, it's well, no, it's okay. It's Muneca. It's M U. You said M U N E C A. Yeah. It's wrist or. A doll. It's a doll. I mean, you could say Muneca. If the end's got the accent over it, it would be oh. a doll. Muneca. Um, Muneca. Like, so it's right, a doll. Yeah, it's a doll. Okay. So there you go. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. It's, uh, Chris, by the, by the way, Chris is, Chris is en route to my house because tonight we're going to Toledo to watch men's play um, because I also admit, like, so right now with access to the Tigers games, I went back through and I realized I did not ask for this week's access. I still don't have locker room access, but I can get in the press box and what have you. And then I can get on the field with a hinge or the, the dugout. So, but the reason why I did that is because I knew this week is one of those weeks we want to hit Toledo. Cause um, <laughs> Walter Briggs learns something new every day in the YouTube chat. That's funny. Um, but yeah. So anyway, well, you guys yeah. get to see Torkelson tonight in uh, Austin Meadows and fix him. So, you know, and you're, so you're going to see, you know, one of the things that's probably a, a, a minus for Alavila right now is the year Spencer Torkelson had, you know, if it's just be interesting. What does this team look like if Spencer Torkelson is having a rookie of the year type season? You know, I don't know if that's enough to save Alavila's job, but certainly wouldn't be the ugliness that we watched. Yeah. I mean, He's basically a, the old perfect storm of things to go wrong this year. And uh, Alavilla did not have that cushion to survive that. He did have the cushion to survive vertigo and COVID and a pitcher going AWOL 
and the Tigers, I don't know if we're doing inside the numbers or whatever. I have a kind of a, a silly inside the number. Not silly, but kind of shocking. What's that? What's that? Um, so, yeah, the inside the number is 65. That is Detroit's OPS plus on the road this year. Did you hear that? It, it is. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Came through loud and clear through my car speakers. It's by far, by, by far the worst road OPS plus in, in baseball this year. The Reds are next at 75, I think, 79, something like that. <laughs> and it is the worst road OPS since 1903. Oh. I was about to ask if that's a record. It sounds like it'd be a it record. Is, it is. There are only three other teams that are under 70 for a whole season. One was the 2020 Pirates, which I don't count because it's 2020. They played 60 games. And then it's the 1986 Cardinals and the 1963 Mets. And then, and those are all 69. So they're like 5% better than this Detroit team on the road. So it's just historical road ineptitude for reasons I can't even begin to fathom. Wow. Wow. Man, that is. I think, you know, once, once the season's over, once the season's over, there are just going to be endless numbers, endless negative numbers to mine. <laughs> you know what about this team? There's, there, I think there, we've captured some of the Tigers fans' uh, energy like this. It good stuff. I think people are getting really cranked. <laughs> no, it's, so, yeah, they're. Go ahead. No, I'll talk to you uh, when we go off air about uh, an urban dictionary. What Munich means? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't want. Okay, it's if, if it's what I think it is, then yeah, we could we we, yeah. we could talk about it off air. But I know <laughs> Munich means doll or wrist. Because when I broke my wrist, it, it depends on the proper Spanish. Because in proper Spain, my uncle was saying, ah, or it could also say dull. So anyway, but yeah, so it, uh, R1 versus J4 had a really good point. A manager is only good as, as a GM that feeds him. So here's the thing. A lot of people will get mad at AJ Hinch for not being you know rah-rah about it. But look, AJ Hinch is who he is. He's just, he's an even keel. He cares. And to say he doesn't care was ridiculous. What are you going to do with an outfield? The Tigers, by, by the way, defensively, their outfield is pretty good. And there's some numbers that back that up. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. But what are you going to do with what you, you the cards you're dealt with? Have they have they started the press conference yet? Uh, Not yet. Oh, actually, yeah, we went to 516 now, so... If they have, I wish there was a live feed for it, unfortunately, but um, let's see here. Maybe there is. I'll look. Um, I'll check if there's a live feed. But anyway, um, I don't know if there is or not, but I would assume. Well, there's going to be everything on Twitter. There's going to be everything on Twitter. But yeah. So, again, it, let me just reiterate something. It's, it's unfortunate that he got fired. Or, excuse me, it sucks he got fired that it was, which was under better circumstances. But it needed to be done. I, like you mentioned earlier, and for people who are just joining us, we're not dancing on his grave. We're not, it's not a national holiday thing. It's something that needed to be done. And we had, like I said, we've had an inkling about it for a while, just between some of the stuff in the minor leagues and different voices that are going out there. So, um, yeah, it, it, it stuff needed to change. And so, but for people out there who are just kind of doing that whole celebration, I think it's kind of, I don't know, like, Adam Woodward is excited. I know he's excited, but um, 
you know, in terms of highlights, this is a good question here we got in YouTube uh, from Jacob. What do you think are some of the highlights of Avila's tenure? You know what? I will say, as far as trades go, I know there's not many to highlight, but you have to look at the Alex, the, the return on they got in the Cubs trade for Alice Lang and. Well, uh, no, that was a separate trade I'm thinking of. But the Alex Lang, that was a good trade. I mean, Candelario, for all his weirdness this year, has been better. Because everyone's like, well, Candelario sucks. Okay, then who else are you going to replace him with? The Tigers are not can't even get an infielder out of their own system. And until this season, I thought Candelario was serviceable defensively. Um, I would say, of course, the Riley Green draft pick. to talk about – but their victories in the lower monitors – I think that has more to do with player development in the last two years than of you. Yeah. That's just me. Well, I, I know, Chris, what do you think? Uh, yeah, the Wilson, yeah, the Wilson one. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what you can give Alvila credit for, really. I mean, we were going to do a full rundown about like everything. You know, his trades haven't been great. His free agent signings haven't worked out. Uh, they haven't really hit on kind of international free agency or undrafted free agency or any kind of. I mean, you know, Wilmer Flores, that's a cool thing and, and some of the developments lately. But I don't know. I mean, most of the highlights of the Avila era are just kind of vestiges of the Nebraska era. Like, you know, J.D. Martinez's home run against Chris Sale. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Miguel Cabrera hitting 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. Like that, you know, you don't really give the credit for any of that. It, it's just really – Really low-level stuff. You, there are no real high points. Uh, you know, he they, he never had him close to the top of the mountain. It's just there's no way to, you know, when your best season is uh, 86 wins and just miss a wild card. You know, that's that's a snooze fest. Yep. By the way, Melissa, who's our Patreon subscriber and a friend of the show, she said, Chupacabra. You effing goobers. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's name. That's Rubel, Kaul, Kaul. Aruba. Irabu. Aruba. Aruba. So does Al Avila get a scouting gig somewhere or some kind of consultant job, or is he just going to the memory banks? Ah. <sighs> You know what? That's a good question, Youper. I think because he is, well, people can say, well, look at the, you know, the returns on trades and all that. Maybe it was scout. Doesn't he get input from his scouts from that stuff? I mean, if there's one scout that shouldn't be <laughs> let go of at all. Is a guy in Arizona with Bo Brisky, Joey, Joey, Joey Lothrop. Yeah, Joey Lothrop. That guy is awesome. Um, but yeah, as as far as scouting goes, I could see him maybe going into some sort of advisory role for that. Uh, you know, there's he still has connections everywhere. Maybe he goes to Boston and, and goes, "Hey, Dave, remember me? I'm, I'm uh, sorry about everything. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry." Well, he's in Philly now. Philly. Oh, sorry, Philly, yeah, Philly. Sorry. Look, <laughs> look, Dave. I know that you Dombrowski and I... would put him in charge of the cheesesteak concession. That's about it. Probably. Oh, <laughs> delicious. Yeah, but uh, oh, and you know what? Whatever. This one is a good one too. Um, yeah, by the way, Bloodright. Well, right, but he goes, I predicted 10 more years for Avila, but only got 10 days. Glad to be wrong. And this one from Whatever Gone 82 on YouTube, this is a good one. 
Christmas came early. Tigers needed to get in the 21st century and get involved in international talent procurement and get better scouts, coaches, etc. Jeff Lou now forming the Astros is what I want. And I mentioned him when it was when we we talked about for who he, when he got suspended and if it would be a good because at the time I remember doing something on Twitter. Would you bring AJ Hinch and him aboard? Everyone's like, no, 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 no. And then we got Hinch. Now Jeff's out there lying in the shadows. And the thing is, he did a really good job building the Cardinal system. I mean, and then enough to where the scouts were was it they, the scouts hacked the system and then they got suspended and all yep, that. And, yep. Um, but yeah, there's um as far as who are we targeting for GM, like I, I was mentioning earlier, there's a couple names we're throwing out there, but for now, I think Sam Anson is going to get a full opportunity. Josh Burns, we mentioned. Um, but Jeff Luna is not bad. Look, like, look, as much as – I mean, that guy – I know, he's scum and, and you know, for the cheating and all that. But I, mean, I guess people call him scum. I, I have no I, – to me, I mean – If you're comfortable with Hinch, you can't be really uncomfortable with Luna. I mean – they come tied with a lot of the same baggage. I mean, if you want to put more on Luna, fine. But you know, if you're a Hinch person, you know, are you really that anti-Luna? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, yeah, man. Matt, Matthew Mansfield says self-love in Chinese translates to uh, Chinese symbols or hitting the pistol. I realize that's nothing to do with Avila's fine, but I thought it add to the. Linguistic <laughs> flair tonight. Nice job, Matthew. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Um, well, no, I mean, there was a little bit more baggage there with Luno. Uh, he, yeah. ne- he never apologized for one thing, but there was also like acquiring Roberto Azuna and uh, hiring that one guy who was kind of a, an a hole to the reporters about that Azuna stuff and just a lot of kind of gross behind the scenes things, creating an, an atmosphere of not greatness, but. Uh, he certainly had an eye for talent because the Astros, without him, are arguably even better despite losing an incredible amount of, of talent on the field. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he really yeah. set them up for success for a long time. So, I, I don't know. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it uh, from a perspective of essentially winning. I just don't think I'd be crazy about it from culture. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot the fact that he didn't. He did not apologize too. And then, yeah, that whole Lugal was really ruthless as far as GMs go and what have you. So that whole thing with the Cardinals database too. That was that was a whole scandal. Yeah. But no, you're right. I mean, even now you look at the influence of his his tenure. The Astros basically got with Pena. They're getting a shortstop right now. Are getting a potential Rookie of the Year candidate. Yeah, I mean, he's cooled off a bit, but it's still, I mean, he's like top three in war this year. And, and <laughs> that was a third round pick. He's basically been better than Carlos Correa. So, it's, yeah, and they lost Garrett Cole. They, they lost a lot, and they don't seem to be bothered by it. George Springer, gone. Oh, yeah. Just. Yeah. And I, I agree with Walter. I agree with Walter, too, in our YouTube chat. Culture is important with the new regime, and he's absolutely right. And so it makes sense to me if they went somewhere where they're already familiar with, like uh, what I was mentioning earlier um, on Twitter. And so, I mean, it, like I said, it, it would it, Dodger, somebody Dodger related would be, I, I think that might be the way to go. I, I really think not, not necessarily the way to go, but 
they might go with somebody they already have some sort of familiar familiarity with. Well, we, we, we shall see. I mean, you know, a, lot of, a lot of the Twitter general managers want Will Rhymes. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned him. I mentioned him before, and I think that would yeah. be a, 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 a solid selection too. Um, but at the same time, he might like yeah, it I mean, out there. Yeah, and he feels more like an like an AGM to me, right? Like he's he's just had a player development, right? Yeah. I feel like he, there's like got to be one more step before he becomes an actual GM there, but maybe maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. By, by the way, and and there was something in the Discord chant ch- channel that uh, said something that funny. Chris says that this is uh, talk about Chris Illich. The comment funny. Chris says everything is sunshine and rainbows a few months ago, then fires his GM a month later. Liar. Good riddance. Look, I think what? that. Yeah, but I think he was put on the spot. He's not going to say, "Hey, by the way, after this guy." Yeah, that was wasn't that at the uh, the Iserman uh, head coach, the new head coach press conference. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Like, he's not going to be like, "Yeah, this is great," but by the way, got to get rid of Alavila in a couple of weeks. He's a bum. Yeah, but welcome our new Red Wings coach. Yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to no. happen. But uh, all right, folks. Well. Chris is almost to my house. We're going, like I said, we're getting down to Toledo. So there'll be a Tiger Miley report recap live from Toledo here, you know, probably, yeah, after the game. And I'll probably, I'll be watching the Tigers game as well. So I'll be doing double duty this evening for Woodward Tigers and, of course, Tiger Miley report. And yeah, Kerry Carpenter makes his debut today. So that's a, a positive. Drew Hutchinson will go for the Tigers. And I think Aaron, um, uh, Drawing a blank on his name. The start for the Indians comes is scheduled to uh, Clive is Savali. It, Savali, yeah, thank you, Savali. I'm Savali. Uh, we'll be pitching tonight for the Guardians. But thank you for everybody for coming on in short notice and, and participating in the YouTube chat and everybody who tuned in on Twitter. Really appreciate it. Of course, tomorrow we're going to be dropping the yeah we're going to be dropping the regular show tomorrow, not tonight. So with everything going on with the Vila, we'll, we'll revisit that. We have cu- a couple questions already. So if you have a good, the bad, and the ugly. Of course, submit that question to woodwardtigers at gmail.com. Again, woodwardtigers at gmail.com. Or if you if you follow us on Twitter, just uh, we'll be posting for questions. If you have any comments um, or you have an inside number you want us to break down, let us know. And uh, thanks, everybody. Again, you guys have been fantastic. And uh, yeah, we're, we'll, uh, no, I don't, we're not, ta- we're not going to have enough time to go to 20 Pacos because Chris had Taco Bell on the way over. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah, good stuck in, uh, yeah, traffic on 96 and then on the south field. So, yeah. Yeah, 96 is, yeah. Always take 23, my friend. All right, guys. We'll yeah. talk to you guys soon. We'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. And if stay tuned for the Tiger post-game report after the Buttheads game. Talk to you soon. See ya.